What on earth is that? It's a journey in the comics network production! I've had over 40 pizzas in the last 30 days. Hello and welcome to episode 144 of Podcastrophy. This is the show where uh, anything goes. Uh, we talk about whatever we want to talk about. Uh, it's just me today, no guests. Uh, I feel like the last few episodes have been like this and kind of boring. And honestly, it's just more, uh, more just updates on my life and things that I'm into right now. And we have some uh, comments on the stream. I got my lovely wife in here and uh, Stephen Lont. I don't know you, but what is up? Uh, we're just streaming this podcast and having a good time. Today's Black Friday. It's the day after Thanksgiving. If you're not from America, that is the day that um, everybody apparently goes on sale. All these stores have sales and you get a bunch of stuff really cheap. Um, or so they say, <laughs> I know there's a lot of stores that like keep the same price all year. And then they like straight up market the same exact price, but, it, but lie about the price that it was or some shit. I don't know. You've all, you've probably all seen the meme of like, hold, hold now. And it's like black Friday. It's dumb. I don't have any money to spend today. So I'm just chilling at home. I've already been to the gym. It was my first day in the gym and like, I don't know, two, about two weeks. I took like, I took like a two week break from the gym, got a tattoo on my birthday. And then like it got, I, I spent like three days in the gym and then my tattoo got really infected. So I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'll just not go to the gym until that's healed. I mean, if, if anything, it's just a tad bit of an excuse, but I don't really care. I mean, it is what it is that fucking my tattoo really, really hurt. <laughs> and so I just didn't feel like going to the gym. Uh, as, as dumb as that sounds like, you know, better safe than sorry. Maybe my sweat would have, I don't know, infected it further. But yeah, I got my uh, between the buried and me night owl tattoo. Finally, uh, I would show the stream, but it just wouldn't look good. So whatever. Uh, I actually haven't even posted a picture of it on my Facebook yet, so I, I should probably do that here soon. It's a it's a badass tattoo. I can't wait to get it touched up. Like it got infected really bad, probably somewhere along the line of in me taking care of it or something. I don't know, um, but yeah, I, I love the tattoo. It's fucking phenomenal. Erica McKinney at New Breed Tattoos did a phenomenal job on it. Uh, it's easily the the longest I've ever sat in the chair getting a tattoo. It was a four hour session, which to some might not be much, but for me, uh, that's a lot. Not that I can't take it or anything. It's just, I'm used to, uh, only being in the chair for two hours. I mean, that's usually all it takes for Erica, but she's really, really fast. She's fast and very detailed. Um, but yeah, so I got a tattoo on my birthday. I'm 31 now, <laughs> which, uh, that's. It's just another year for me, I guess. It's not that big of a deal. Um, what else? So yeah, I, I took a break from the gym. Uh, like I was saying, I I went back for three days and then my tattoo got infected. So another 
weekend. So about a week and a half later, I decide I'm just going to go back to the gym. <laughs> it's been nice because I haven't had to buy supplements because I'm not using the supplements I already had. And that's always nice. So that's always a, a good reason to take a break from the gym if you don't have money for the supplements. Um, what else is new? Uh, watch some Tiger King season two. It was very, um, it wasn't as crazy as the first season. Like the first season had you uh, on the edge of your seat at the end of every episode. And you're like, what the fuck? How could it get any crazier? And it just kept getting crazier and crazier. But second season was more just going into some details from the previous season. It like kind of went into the investigation of that, of Carol Baskin's uh, ex-husband. Don, I think his name's Don Lewis. Uh, so there's that. It kind of went into the whole, there's these people that are trying to, that were trying to get Donald Trump to pardon Joe Exotic. And so it kind of went into their, their little story and what they were trying to accomplish. And it, it was just, it was so funny because like they're, they're going to these Trump rallies. <laughs> they were supposed to meet with Trump. And the day that they had the meeting, he got COVID and was rushed to Walter Reed Hospital. And so like they didn't they didn't get to meet with him. So the next chance they had to get their message to him was the the Stop the Steal rally, aka January 6th, the day of the insurrection. And like it's so funny because they're there at the rally, like waving their pardon Joe Exotic signs and all that. And like the Trumpers are just giving them all kinds of shit, like, you're the most unpatriotic fuckers around. Ah, this is so fucking stupid. Get your shit out of here. It's so unpatriotic. And like, I find it so funny because they're yelling at, they're yelling at these people for trying to get Joe Exotic pardoned, saying they're unpatriotic. And mean, and then they go and raid the U.S. Capitol. Like, wow. <laughs> it's like, you're unpatriotic. We're about to go commit treason. So, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, apparently the free Joe Exotic people left before all that started. So, yeah. So, oh, oh well. This uh, protein shake brought to you by Five Star Nutrition. I love that. I love these guys. They're great, great dudes. Always uh, pointing me in the right direction for supplements and advice in the gym and my diet. And uh, I just wanted to take a drink real quick because talking to myself is just exhausting sometimes and you need a drink. So enjoy the sweet, sultry sounds of me chugging a protein shake for a couple seconds. <sighs> Who misses uh, Bruise with Dudes? I miss that show. I had a lot of fun doing that show. And uh, I miss miss doing, uh, I miss drinking beers with uh, good old Nick Maxson. So... If you miss Brews with Dudes, please comment and uh, please go go tell Nick that you want Brews with Dudes back because Brews with Dudes was fantastic. Um, let's see here. Since I've done since I've last done a podcast, I have since we've been doing the Rank 'Em All podcast still. Um, it's been a lot of fun still. I, I, there we've already gone through uh, like I think. Van Brankamall Van Halen is already almost done. Uh, I'm not very familiar with their discography, so I don't know what one they're on. What one released today 
and how close it is to the end. But that that's still going. Um, let's see. I, I'm currently involved with Rank 'Em All Breaking Benjamin, and then uh, Allison Chains is also recording at the same time. Another group is doing Allison Chains. So uh, be on the lookout on the Rank 'Em All dot rocks and uh, enjoy some rank them all either either van halen allison chains or breaking benjamin whenever you listen to this and whichever one of those is currently airing uh there's also been metallica to start it off which was a blast and then between between the buried and me I about said between the bam <laughs> so bt bam between the buried and me uh i was part of that one as well and that was so much fun. I, I learned so much new music and really enjoyed listening to the discography that is between the barrier to me. Um, so yeah, uh, let's see here. What else is on the docket? Um, I still have not seen Ghostbusters Afterlife. I'm really, really wanting to see that. Uh, I still have not seen uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe's Eternals. Uh, I really, really want to see that as I'm getting super hyped for Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, I'm very excited to see all those classic Spider-Man villains all on the screen. Green Goblin, Dr. Octopus, Electro, Lizard, Sandman, potentially Venom, potentially Vulture, all kinds of just all kinds of villains and Dr. Strange. And of course, one, Tom Holland, Spider-Man and the potentiality of Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man all teaming up. It's going to be so cool. Uh, there's all, there's all kinds of rumors and theories going around and I'm, I'm kind of, I'm taking a backseat on the, uh, the theories because I'm, I'm, I'm really just wanting to enjoy the movie for what it is and not set expectations for the movie for myself. If you don't go in with expectations, you can't really be let down. Not that I really think this movie will let me down, but it's, it's going to be a good movie. It's From what I understand, it's not Spider-Man No Way Home. It's Spider-Man Endgame, and it's just going to be a huge, colossal event of people coming together. Uh, next, uh, I'd like to talk about making pizza. So if, if anybody knows me, they know, uh, my first job was Monocle's pizza in Delphi, Indiana. I loved making pizza. I loved ovening pizza. I loved delivering pizza. I loved working there. Uh, the people got on my nerves. Sometimes the hours got on my work nerves. Sometimes the pay was complete shit as it was a minimum wage job. Um, but I loved what I did. I loved I loved everything involving the making of a pizza. Um, unless it was a garbage pizza, which a garbage pizza is what we refer to when somebody ordered a pizza with every single topping on it. And it was dumb. It was really dumb, especially if it was especially on a uh, individual eight inch pizza, because there was just no, there was, there was just no getting that to cook correctly. So yeah. And then, so anyway, fast forward. Uh, I've really been wanting to make pizzas for a while. I've I've talked about uh, starting my own pizza pizzeria. You know, uh, I've always wanted to do like brick oven or wood fire pizzas. Um, and I've been I so I, I've also been talked out of that since I've coming up with that idea. It's, a, it's apparently just not profitable here in Lafayette, Indiana, which is what it is. Um, 
However, I've noticed that there's been some companies coming out with some like portable or at home, like wood fire pizza ovens. And one of which is a company called Uni. Uh, I have been eyeing that one for a little while. They have, they make an extended range of portable at home pizza ovens. They have gas powered. They got wood pellet. They got wood. They got charcoal. Uh, they have hybrids where you can go either gas or charcoal. Um, so just joking around, I sent my mom a text with the link to uni and I said, Hey, for Christmas, uh, this is what I want. I will make you pizza anytime you want it. If you get this for me, just completely joking, just completely joking. It's like one of those, one of those deals where, um, like, Hey, what do you want for Christmas? <laughs> I would love to have a Lamborghini. <laughs> just knowing you're not going to get it. Well, she, she responds with, that's a great idea. And I'm like, okay, okay. Let's, it's expensive. Like I, I didn't expect to see this thing at all. Next thing I know, like a week later or two, she's texting me asking me for my address. I give her the address. And next thing I know, she's saying, Hey, uh, you should be getting a delivery. You should be getting a package on Sunday. Like, okay. The only thing I can think of is that pizza oven. And at the same time I'm sitting here like, there's no way she got that for me that there's no way that's it. So next thing I know, I'm getting a package delivered to me and um, it's a big old, it's a big old box. I open this big old box and what is it? The Uni 12 inch wood pellet pizza oven. Holy shit. I have a at home wood fire pizza oven now. It's the, I got the Uni Fira and it is, it's very compact. It's only, like I said, it's only a 12 inch pizza oven. So I can only make 12 inch pizzas and that's fine. I mean, uh, so I've been watching nothing but, uh, uh, just pizza, like at home pizza videos and trying to learn how to make dough and all that. So <laughs> yeah. Um, I have not been successful yet and that it's been, it was very disappointing. The first day I was going to actually use it, we made dough and the dough just didn't quite stretch properly like I wanted it to. So I managed to make one test pizza and I quickly threw it together. Um, and in the process of that, I wanted fresh mozzarella cheese on it. So I grated some, I grated a block of mozzarella. Um, fun fact, that was my very first time grating anything like with a cheese grater, vegetable grater, a grater. Um, and I grated my index finger. It's, I'm about a week out from that and it's kind of starting to heal. Um, it was a really deep wound. That really sucks. So that's also something that kept me out of the gym for like another week. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I grated that and then made my pizza. This pizza oven cooks pizza within 60 seconds, like 30 seconds, you turn it another 30 seconds, it's done. And it, it really did that. It, it, the oven got up to like a thousand degrees. It's amazing. Uh, I really can't wait to perfect the dough and actually start using this thing regularly because like I told, like I've, like I've said, it's pizza is like a passion of mine. I really enjoy making pizza. So there's that. And, uh, I'm going to take another protein drink break. 
enjoy the sultry sounds of me drinking protein. So anyway, um, as far as this podcast goes, I'm I'm still wanting to keep it going. Uh, it's just a matter of continuing to do it. Uh, yeah, it's I just need to do it, and that's just the only thing keeping me from doing it is just doing it. Uh, I don't know what the deal is. I don't know. Finding time isn't necessarily as hard as I thought it would be, but at the same time, it's like, um, I, I don't know. I don't know what. I just don't know what's keeping me. So uh, just finding that motivation to just do it uh, and then getting back on that roll. Uh, I was told if I ever took a break from the show, like it would be the end of the show. And I, I denied it. I denied it and denied it. I took a month off like last year and it never, never, it, it, they were right. They were totally right. Like the show never quite recovered. And uh, maybe I need a co-host again. Maybe I just need to start booking up guests and doing it. But, you know, I, I'm still chugging along. I'm still making it happen whenever I can. Um, I do wish I had someone here to talk to and enjoy doing this podcast with. But um, until then, you know, uh, let's see here. It would have been probably a lot better if I came into this doing like with notes and, and topics that I wanted to talk about. But I just like, I'm like, I'm going to go downstairs and I'm going to record a podcast. Yeah. So that's where I'm at right now. Uh, I just, today, let's see, some new music lately. Um, I've been really into, let me look at my phone here. So let's see here. Times of Grace released uh, Songs of Loss and Separation and that CD blew me away uh it's extremely emotional um it's an emotional journey and it's it's one of those albums you really need to uh listen to from start to finish and you'll you'll be left uh emotionally exhausted by the end of it if you take it all in if you take in the lyrics and the music and all that you will you'll definitely go on an emotional journey and be left emotionally exhausted um, a lot of the, the content in the album hit, really hit home for me, uh, in terms of what I've gone through this year. Um, and so like, uh, it, it was just a, it was a really personal listen through for me. So I really, I strongly suggest checking out times of grace, songs of loss and separation. Uh, another really awesome album release this year was, and I didn't expect this at all because uh, this band released an album last year as well, but they apparently stayed busy and released another one, and it, that is Trivium in the Court of the Dragon. And uh, it's it's just Trivium being Trivium. It's probably honestly the best Trivium album I've heard in a while. I was not a big fan of, um, let's see here, it was uh, Trivium's... Um, what the Dead Men Say, the album that came out last year. I really enjoyed a couple songs off of it, but overall, it was just a it was just a really weak endeavor on their part. However, in the Court of the Dragon, really brings it home. It brings it back to where uh, the Send in the Sentence left off, and the Send in the Sentence is easily my favorite Trivium album. Um, this one, I wouldn't say it's a, it's it's up there, but um, it doesn't beat Shogun or the Send in the Sentence or In Waves, but it's really good. I suggest In the Court of the Dragon by Trivium. Um, 
two more album suggestions. Uh, of course, Colors 2 from Between the Barry to Me. It's, uh, it's, a, cool, it's a really cool... Um, it's, a, it's a really cool showing of where they are in terms of their talent and as, as songwriters. Uh, it's not exactly like... A true, they're not trying to redo the first Colors album. They're not trying to make a sequel to it. There are references to it, but overall, it's just where they are right now, and they're trying to show the world just where they are, and that's that's awesome. Uh, huge shout-out to Andrew Poor, who is in the chat right now. Thank you for tuning in. And yes, it is a Thanksgiving miracle. Podcastrophe is recording. <laughs> I don't know when if I'll do it again anytime soon, but here we are. Uh, thank you for tuning in, and thank you for the compliment on my beard. Uh, I do my best to take care of it always. Um, the next the next album that really blew me away, and I this this album really caught me off guard, was uh, Whitechapel, Ken. Uh, I have not been a very big Whitechapel fan throughout the years. Uh, I'm not a big deathcore fan. Um, However, I really, ever since uh, Our Endless War, which I think released in 2013 or 2014, um, they've just put out some really great albums that I've enjoyed, uh, given that was seven, eight years ago at this point, <laughs> uh, which is crazy to think. Like, I'm sitting here saying, oh, I'm not a big fan, but I've been listening to them for eight years. Um, no, this album, it's continuing off the last album, which is called The Valley. And uh, The Valley, the last three albums, so let's see, Mark of the Blade had a song called Bring Me Home, and it, it had um, clean vocals, which is really unheard of. At the time, was super unheard of for a band like Whitechapel. Um, the Valley had a song completely with clean vocals called Hickory Creek. Um, that song blew me away. The, the album itself blew me away. And it's from what I've read and listened to in interviews with Phil Bozeman, their singer, the song, the album is kind of a telling of his childhood and uh, formative years growing up. And it's, it's, there's some fiction in it. There's some that takes a lot of influence from real life. Uh, and then Ken is the, the, the finale of that. It's the culmination of the Valley and where it goes after. And, Holy shit, Ken is just incredible. The music is powerful. The lyrics are powerful. Uh, it's probably, if it's not 50-50 clean vocals and screaming, it might actually be like 60-40 with the 60 being clean vocals and then only 40 screaming. Like it's, it's insane how different it is from their past discography. I mean, don't get me wrong. There are some absolute bangers in it. There's absolute rippers in this album. Like there are songs that really call back to who they are as a deathcore band. And there are songs that's like, Holy shit. Is this, is this Alice in Chains? Is this like, what is this? Like, this is a completely, there are songs on there that are, just nothing but like clean vocals and singing and ballads. And it really speaks to who they are as a band. And like the fact that they're willing to put that out there, uh, that you don't see that much in the death core scene. And, uh, I really, really love Ken. I couldn't put it down for weeks. Um, and it, I, I really, really suggest listening to Ken. Um, 
maybe even I would even say listen to the Valley and Ken. Um, uh, songs I really enjoyed off of that were uh, Lost Boy. The opening track, I Will Find You, just slams and it it really hits you perfectly. I don't know how else to describe it, but I, the song I Will Find You off of Ken by Whitechapel, check it out. Uh, also, if you want a taste of like that Whitechapel, but it's different, there's a song on there called Anti-Cure. And it really reminds me of a band called Nothing Face, which was huge. They were they were pretty big in the uh, I would say mid two thousands. So uh, Anti Cure and I Will Find You, excellent songs off the album. The whole album is just killer. Check it out, Whitechapel Ken. I might even do like a full review of the album. I don't know. I'm I've I'm wanting to start doing some more album reviews for thirty uh, percent uh, half ass reviews from a half ass dude. That's me. The half-assed dude, 30% guy, yeah. Uh, also, today marks the dropping of Scion, their debut album, which is Jared Dines and Howard Jones, formerly of Kill Switch Engage and currently of Light the Torch. Um, I've gone through the album, I think, two, maybe two and a half times now. It's really good. It's Howard Jones. It is Howard Jones being Howard Jones. <laughs> like I don't know how else to describe it. Other than yeah, just that and uh, yeah, it's it's good. It's really good. Um, it has some. There's a song on there. I think. Let me let me check. Let me look at the the phone here and check out what was on that. Let's see. I'm really digging the track. The worst way. That's a good one. Uh, a constant reminder is just a pummeling track. It has a big soaring chorus like. You know, you know Howard Jones is going to give, but the the riffs on it are super pummeling. The rhythms are just exactly what I want to hear. So uh, check out uh, Scion. It's self titled. It's S I O N. Uh, that's available on all streaming platforms. I definitely, I would definitely say go out and buy if you like it. Go out and buy it. It's like probably ten bucks. Uh, it's completely independently made, no record label. Jared Dines and Howard Jones paid out the ass to have this made, and um, uh, they, it's a labor of love. And uh, you know, you some may say that um, people like Jared Dines that are huge on YouTube, and people like Howard Jones, who is famously known throughout the metal world for being Killswitch Engages. Uh, second singer and what the potentially the the voice that made them huge um, that you think oh they don't need the publicity but you know what fuck it spread that shit around you know again this is a label labor of love and I, I will I will gladly help spread that around because it's it's amazing music and I always support uh, heartfelt music that like means something to somebody and if it means something to them I'll share it. So that's all I got to say about that. Um, and other big news around here, um, Halo Infinite, the multiplayer dropped last week for uh, Xboxes or yeah, Xbox Live or something. It, it was their 20th anniversary. So what do they do? They drop Halo Infinite, just the multiplayer, and it's still technically in beta, but it's free to play. You can just download it and play it. Uh, it's also cross-platform between PC and Xbox. I've been playing it. Um, it's perfect. 
it's the the gameplay is absolutely perfect. It's so smooth. Uh, everything every time I get killed, I, I feel like it was completely fair. As odd as that is to say, like don't get me wrong, I was still getting pissed off here and there, but it is what it is. Um, this is easily uh, the assault rifle is easily the best assault rifle in any Halo game. I will die on that hill. Uh, a lot of the weapons are they're, they're interesting, and I'm I'm still getting used to them. Um, I'm not. I don't think anybody's too happy about the microtransactions. A lot of uh, content is in the battle pass is stuck behind a paywall, and it, it's it's not good. It's not looking good. I don't want to go into those details. There's plenty of videos out there detailing it, and uh, if you want to check that out, go for it. Uh, however, I I don't want to rip on the game because the game itself is just absolutely incredible i can't wait for the full game to be out on december 8th um yeah i can't wait to play the campaign and get to this story uh because i have this last year i've really gotten into the lore and uh story that is halo and just i've read i think i read the the forerunner trilogy of books and got to know the like the backstory of like the forerunners and all that shit and it's just it's been such a cool time diving into all the lore and makeup of Halo. So, uh, if, if you're if you're a fan of Halo and you haven't done that, go for it. It's you you won't regret it. I mean, especially if you dive into all the Forerunner stuff. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of cool stuff in there, and uh, um, I'm really looking forward to finishing up Halo Infinite when it comes out. And uh, yeah, so I think I think that's gonna that's gonna be it for today. Uh, thank you for listening and uh, be on the lookout for more episodes whenever they come out. I don't know when they will, but they will. So uh, thank you again. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. And uh, if you can, please share the page. Uh, we're on all sorts of social media, such as Facebook and Instagram and the YouTube. And we're on all your podcasting platforms like Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher. Uh, I think we're on Verbal. I don't. I, I don't know. I, whatever Verbal is. Uh, I'm thinking about putting this on Anchor FM. So uh, yeah, check us out on any of those platforms. Um, if you like it, share it. If you think somebody would enjoy this show, this show is typically a lot more than just me recording my ramblings. I promise you. <laughs> We have almost 150 episodes, and most of those are just outrageous, just wild shows. Some some going two and a half to three hours long. Um, it's just freeform conversation. If you enjoy that and you enjoy laughing, and we 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 laugh as much as we talk about deep subjects. So, uh, yeah. So, thank you for listening again, and please make every day. A big dick day. Bye, guys.